the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Fight the battle. Fight the good fight of faith. Friend, we're in a spiritual warfare. You've got to fight, not for one hour on Sunday morning, but you've got to fight. You have to fight and watch the enemy come through. In today's society, it seems we never stop thinking. But have you ever stopped to realize the impact our thinking can have on our quality of life in today's largely negative society? Join Pastor Jack Morris as he presents a biblical approach to winning the battle over our thoughts and how to overcome through prayer and a relationship with Jesus. God created each of us a thinking being. That's how he created the human race. Now, in the first chapter of Genesis, the Lord said, and there was. The Lord said that there was, and he said it was good. Right down the line, everything was good that the Lord did. And the next to the last thing was the creation of the animal world. Well, creation of the birds of the air, the fish and the monsters of the sea, and then the beast that walks the face of the earth. And uh, he spoke the word and it was done. He spoke the word, he spoke the word and it was done. But, get this, when it came to the creation of man, he took his time. He put a little more thought into it, if I can say it that way. Well, I already did say it that way, didn't I? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit had a conference call, so to speak. They got together and they said, hey, we we made all of this. Let us make man in our image. He didn't say, let's make burdens in our image or horses and dogs and cats and whatever in our image. But man, there, there, there was thought, there was conversation, there was thinking. And God was planning something beautiful and that beautiful thing that he was planning, you, you, mankind, humankind, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make man, woman, in our image, in the very image of God. So we became a thinking being. Now, animals have instinct. I don't know that animals use much logic. I haven't talked to one or one talked to me to tell me how it works. But uh, they're not rational. Uh, they are what we will say hardwired. But you and I are not hardwired. You and I can make choices. We can serve God. We can ignore God. We can go to church. We can play golf. We can stay home. We can, we can do whatever we basically want to do. We have a lot of choices. And God has made it so with us. But there are battles now I want to talk about our thinking. Uh, Because once we get our thinking right, we're going to get our 
soul right. But the problem is that our thinking has gone astray and we're not thinking thoughts of God, the thoughts that God would have us think, and so we get ourselves into trouble. Every sin is preceded by a thought. Temptations begin in the mind long before we sometimes yield to the temptation. The mind, oh, God help us today and God help me to speak the truth as it is given to us in God's holy word. The battle is in the mind. These these nagging thoughts, uh, these worry thoughts, uh, these painful memories. Uh, When I thought about the first point of the sermon, we we never stop thinking. Well, even at night, the brain is active. I, I don't know whether this happened to you or ever happened to you, or, but there have been times that I was so tired that I was just about to fall asleep on my feet, and so I, I was dragging myself into the bedroom, and I felt as though I could just flop out on the bed, never take my shoes off, and just go right to sleep. I, I just could hardly get myself prepared to get into bed. But as soon as my head hit the pillow, boom, my eyes opened up and I was wide awake. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> wide awake. Oh, watch. I, I became angry with myself. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> you were so sleepy. Now you're just wide awake. And so the thoughts start going through my mind, one thought after another. Sometimes it goes back 30 years. Sometimes I'm rehearsing the events of the day. I should have did this. I shouldn't have done that. Should have said this. Shouldn't have said that. And on and on it goes. And there I am trying to go to sleep wide awake. It's in the mind, in the thought life. God help us to think thoughts that are pleasing to him. Uh, And these thoughts are destroying our peace with God, even our physical health. These thoughts... The issues of life begin in the mind. Listen to this scripture. I'm going to read it to you from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. He's telling us we can get a hold of our thoughts and, and bring it down to a place of repentance, a place of confession and repentance we can get a hold of our thoughts and take that thought captive. Now, now this is warfare terminology. Listen to it. We take captive, just like a soldier would be taken captive. First thing they would do was disarm the soldier and then confine the soldier. Now the soldier is no threat. So Paul is telling us that we can do the same with our thoughts. We can take captive our thoughts. Uh, We can take them captive. We can disarm them and we can confine them. And the Holy Spirit is going to speak to us today and tell us how to do that. And it's not going to be easy. It's not easy capturing an enemy soldier. It's not easy capturing an enemy thought. But we can do it. And I believe everybody has an insert in the bullet, a little what, four by six card? Do you have that? Okay, we'll get back to that in just a little while. We're going to take our thoughts captive. So the first line of attack, when the enemy comes after you, 
the first line of attack is your thinking. And when you start thinking, you begin to have imaginations or pictures in your brain. And sometimes those imaginations and pictures are flashing up there and you think, oh my, what am I thinking? What's going on here? Even before you, you know what is happening, it's happening and you have to bring it down and take it captive. This is the first line of attack. Thinking can change and does change. Absolutely, no doubt about it, will change the quality of your life. You have more control over your life than you think you do. Possibly so. And I hope we'll learn something about it as I go further into the message today. Our happiness, our spirituality, and our effectiveness is the result of our thinking. I think I need to maybe say that again. I wouldn't buy it too fast. Our happiness, our spirituality, and our effectiveness is the result of our thinking. If you want to be spiritual, it's going to have to start in your mind. If you want to be happy, listen, friend, you cannot think unhappy thoughts all day long and be happy. Unhappiness and happiness don't go together. It's like water and oil. It just doesn't mix. You have to think happy thoughts in order to be happy. Marcus Aurelius Aurelius said, a man's life is what his thoughts make it. A man's life is what his thoughts make it. Friend, you're making your own life. You're me. Solomon, listen to what Solomon said in Proverbs 23, verse 7. For as a man thinks in his heart or in his mind, so is he. You are what you think. I've heard people say, oh, you are what you eat. I, I guess that's true too. But you are definitely You are what you think because the Holy Spirit said so through the lips and pen of Solomon. There are many Christians today. They're Christians. I know they are wonderful people. But they're they're just coasting now. They're saved. They know they're saved. They have joined the church. Uh, They've been baptized. They take communion. But they're, they're they're just coasting Their life is not growing spiritually and simply because they're they're not doing anything to cause their life to grow spiritually. Fred, you've got to work at it like the farmer works at the soil. Nothing just happens. But by the help of the Holy Spirit, we will be led. God will show us and we will then do. Listen, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do you have that scripture? Did I put that on the screen? Romans 12, verse 2, it says these these words. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now notice, there's a negative and there's a positive. Do not, that's the negative, do not be conformed. Don't allow the world to pour you into its mold. Don't allow the world to dictate to you. Look at it again. Come on, read it. Read it with me in unison. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what is God's will is good, pleasing and perfect will. Do not be conformed, but be transformed. There's something you have to do 
for that to happen. And if it happens, you've, you've made the quality of your life what you want it to be and what God wants it to be. We will return for the conclusion of today's message following this important update on how you can make a difference in lives across the world by supporting the Healing Word Ministry. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. God's going to help us to abandon this negativism. Now, here's an example. Let's go all the way back to Genesis, to Eve, who ate the apple or the the fruit, whatever it was. She listened to what the devil had to say. She listened to it. She read the headlines. She listened to the news. She knew what shouldn't be going on. And and she got caught all up in it. I'm paraphrasing. But this is what happened. She gave an ear to the devil's voice. God said... Anything and everything you do in life is okay. So there there wasn't a thing that Adam and Eve could do that would have been a sin. So God said, well, they don't have the power of choice, so I have to give them a choice. So I'll put one tree in the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now they have a choice. All of that is yours. Just, Just don't eat of that tree. Well, curiosity killed the cat. Killed Eve, killed Adam, killed Abel, uh, uh, killed Cain. It, it, it all turned out terrible. It turned out so terrible until God brought a flood and it said that he had repented. You ever think about God repented? God said, I am sorry I made the human race. Look what they've done. What they have done. Friend, the devil doesn't have a power over you until you give it to him. And so Eve goes over to the tree, and she looks at the tree, and here comes this beautiful, it's not a, we call a snake, isn't beautiful, but back then, that one was. And they entered into a conversation. Friend, you better be careful who you're talking to and who you're listening to. Those words become seed And when you leave that person, it'll be played over and over again in your mind. And so she, I I don't think she just walked up to the tree. The devil said, go ahead and eat you. If you eat, you'll be like God. You'll have great wisdom. You You will be like the divine. And she just reached over and grabbed it. No, I believe she went over one day and she talked to the devil. And the devil told her what would happen how the great things would become, how intelligent she would be. And uh, then she left and went away. And maybe the next day she comes back again and she talks again to the devil and the devil comes out and tells her the same thing. And now she's listened to him a couple of times and she goes home and she tells Adam, she said, Adam, let me tell you what happened today. Now she's rehearsing 
It's there. It's, it's lodged in her mind. She's telling her husband now what the devil told her. And then Adam is asking questions, and they're talking around the dinner table about this terrible thing, this terrible lie that the father of all lies conjured up. And now she goes back again, and the devil tells her the story again. Days went by, weeks goes by. Now she goes home and she says, Adam, I want you to come over here with me. I want you to come with me. I want you to see for yourself what's going on here. He comes over. I don't know how many times he came over. And finally, finally, they ate the fruit. And when they did, they were naked before God. They had sinned. It was a terrible thing. But listen to the devil's lie or listen to a gossiping Christian. I want to tell you something. I've never met a Christian that ever said, I repented of gossiping. Have you ever heard a Christian confess to him? Well, I've heard him say, oh, I, you know, I committed adultery. Uh, I've been on drugs or uh, I, whatever. But I've never heard a Christian say, I'm a gossiper. <laughs> Have you? I never have. I've been around a long time. Never heard one say such a thing as that. But gossiping is certainly of the devil. And people don't gossip the gospel. They gossip anything else but the gospel. Because if we talked the gospel, we wouldn't be talking all that negative stuff. Friend, you're a carrier of a deadly virus. You have entered into Satan's league and you are are being used to hurt, to harm, to destroy, to tear down. And you think, well, I'm just telling the truth. I'm just telling the truth. Friend, that's not the truth. That's not it. You have been so blinded and so deceived. So God help us. Here Adam and Eve yielded. Then let's jump to the New Testament real quick. The devil tried the same thing on Jesus. Now he tried it on Eve and it worked. Then he tried it on Jesus. And if he tried it on Jesus, he's going to try it on you. And he takes Jesus after Jesus. Listen to me closely now. After Jesus had fasted 40 days, and the devil said, now if you'll take these stones and turn them into bread, boy, didn't the devil make it attractive? Jesus was hungry. The devil knows how to make it attractive, and gossip is attractive stuff. Whether it's face-to-face or telephone or Zooming, let me hear some more of that. I didn't know that was going on. I didn't know she did that. I didn't know. Oh, then off it goes. So the devil makes it attractive. And Jesus spoke to the devil and said, it is written. And he gave him the word of God. And then the devil, listen to this one. The devil basically was telling Jesus, if you'll do what I want you to do, if you'll just bow down and worship me, I will give you all the kingdoms of the world and you will have it without the cross. 
There won't be any suffering. There won't be any thorns. There won't be any be- There won't be any nails. There won't be any cross. Hey, that sounds pretty attractive, doesn't it? I will give you the kingdoms and you won't have to do anything. No pain. Just bow down and worship me. Jesus said, it is written. Now, I want you to notice this. Jesus never used any supernatural power to defeat the enemy. He only used, it is written. That's all he used. He never used, Jesus never used any supernatural power for himself. He only reserved his supernatural power in all the Old Testament only for God's people. Only for you and me, that's all. God's supernatural power is for us. But friend, you don't have to have any special gift to defeat the devil. All you need is a Bible that you'll read, that you'll take it and and fortify yourself with the truth of God's word, with the sword of the spirit and enter into warfare and you'll defeat the devil every time. If Eve had done what Jesus did, we'd be in paradise still. So look at the word of God. Fill your mind with the word of God. There won't be any place for the devil's lies to be there. You can displace the devil's lie and the devil's gossip with the word of God. Memorize them and then pray. Talk to the Lord. He has talked to you through the scripture. Talk to the Lord. Have an ongoing conversation with God. God doesn't gossip. He's not going to gossip to you. You're not going to gossip to him. Hey, you're in good company. It's good conversation. You're going to come away wonderfully blessed by the Lord. He says, peace I leave with you. Now, the the peace that God gives is a a deep inner peace. I'll say this, then I'll close. You have to have peace in order to allow the scripture to come in into your consciousness and then sink down into your subconsciousness. But you've got to do it daily. You have to work at it. It's no hit and miss. If If you do it... A day or two or three or a week, and then you, you miss several days, and then you have to start all over again. You keep going back to the beginning, back to the beginning, back to the beginning. It doesn't work that way. Now, there, there is a peace. You go on vacation, uh, you see the Grand Canyon, you, you see the mountains, uh, you see the desert, whatever. Uh, you go to the seashore, and you, you sit under that umbrella, and you see the waves come across the sand and go back again. There's a, there's a degree of peace there. I love to do that. It, it just sort of helps me mentally. But that peace is shortly, that's not the peace I'm talking about. When it says the peace of God that passeth all understanding, let this peace be in you. There, there's a deep inner peace that only comes when you feel secure in Christ. That security is there. You know in whom you have believed that peace abides, it's there because the word has abided, is abiding in you and you're now into a a deep, deep consciousness of God's holy word and fellowship with him. There are many scriptures and then your life will grow in Christ. You will have changed the quality of your life. You will know a peace that only God can give. It will bless, help, strengthen, and minister to you. You will be the person that God intended you to be, the very person you intended yourself to be. Fight the battle. (laughs) 
Fight the good fight of faith. Friend, we're in a spiritual warfare. You've got to fight, not for one hour on Sunday morning, but you've got to fight. You have to fight and watch the enemy come through. As Pastor Morris pointed out in today's message, your quality of life can be changed by displacing negative and undesirable thoughts with God's Word, prayer, and God's deep inner peace. Before we go today, here is Pastor Morris with a word of thanks and an invitation. Hello, friend. It's a pleasure serving the Lord with you in this healing ministry. The Scripture says He sent His Word and healed them, and it also says the entrance of your Word gives light because of your prayers just knowing that you're out there praying for me and sending offerings to keep this on the air. It brings me great joy and encouragement. God bless you for what you are doing. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of the Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.